Hello and welcome to the Spiritual Seeds Podcast. This is a podcast for the spiritually curious among us. I'm your host, Leisha O'Connor, psychic, author, and spiritual teacher. It is so good to have you here. spiritual seeds. What a shit show of a week it has been and just how the landscape of our safety in Europe has changed. Oh my god. I hope that you and yours are well and safe and I'm sending all my thoughts and prayers this week and for some time to come possibly to the people of Ukraine. So thanks for listening. We're going to get straight into it, I think. So this episode is a little bit challenging right now. My ego is flaring up a little bit because I'm planning on being quite honest about something (laughs) and it is scaring me a bit. What I say has definitely gone on inside my head at different times over the last two years. It might alienate some people, and I'm sorry about that, but please hear me out before I'm cancelled off the face of the earth. (laughs) So, the pandemic. In Ireland at the moment, there is a feeling that the pandemic is winding down. There are almost no restrictions at the moment. In fact, almost everything was lifted this week. It's absolutely fantastic that life can go back to normal for most people. But before we transition into that, I'd like to just ponder for a moment on what the pandemic has driven us to as a society and the scar that it has left on us as well. The division energy over the last two years has been so flippin' intense. I know nearly everyone can agree that friendships and families and communities have been affected, some torn apart over a difference of opinion, albeit a big sensitive difference of opinion. Now, straight off the bat, not that it's anyone's business, but (laughs) I'm here to be honest. I am pro-science, pro-immunization all the way. I'd love for us to reflect on this divisiveness that we've experienced over the last few years and figure out what was really going on there before we just forget about it and sweep it under the rug and pretend like it never happened. Because in no time at all, there'll be a new subject to divide us soon enough, I'm sure. The least we can do is try to understand what has gone on and the hope that it might prevent it from happening again. To be honest, I personally find it very, very difficult to get inside the mind of someone who takes conspiracy theories as fact. But I'll try my best. In fact, the whole conspirituality movement... For those that don't know, that's conspiracy theories mixed with spirituality. That whole thing has almost made me voluntarily ostracise myself from the spiritual community on more than one occasion. Thankfully, I have really solid, grounded spiritual friends to talk to. So I'd like to hammer home here that actually most spiritual people are not into conspiracies. (laughs) Most of us are quite normal. Just that the ones who are, are very flippin' loud. So, 
I don't relate at all to people who don't respect and listen to science. Now, I'm not talking about big pharma here. Like, those leeches are obviously not to be trusted. (laughs) I'm talking about the discoveries and research and life's work of hardworking, honest scientists and immunologists and people who do all that sort of work. You know, um, random tangent alert, I was almost an American. (laughs) I'm Irish, in case it's not a giveaway from my accent. When I was a baby in the 80s, my dad had the opportunity to relocate us to New York, but they decided to stick with rural Ireland. What a contrast. And sometimes I think about what my life would have been like if I had grown up there. It feels like a potential parallel reality, if you believe in that sort of thing. Personally, I have the capacity to believe in everything, so <laughs> which may not be a good thing. But I still won't believe in conspiracy theories now that we're talking about it. Um, and it just as I'm thinking there, like it just kind of dawned on me that maybe somewhere there is a parallel reality where I am living out that life in as a really cool New York person. And that's like why I feel so connected about it and daydream about it sometimes. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Anyways, um, getting back to what I was saying, the grip that, what even was I saying? The grip that Big Pharma has on American society will be one of the biggest reasons I'm glad I wasn't raised there, to be honest, guys. Not that I even use pharmaceuticals much, but anyways, I digress. Okay, what were we talking about? Okay, let's let's not forget like how these differences of opinions have really torn so many apart when it was a time for unity and standing together. Like that's what a pandemic calls for, in my opinion. For me personally, it has brought out my ugly side. I won't lie to you. I've unfriended people, unfollowed people, left WhatsApp groups, muted people, avoided certain social interactions because it got to the point where I just couldn't listen to it or even humour the wacky misinformation that was doing the rounds. Pre-pandemic and let's face it, you know, that pre-Trump era, we'll call it, I could take a fair bit of conspiracy theory talk. It was, you know, you'd be having a laugh like it was entertaining when it was just on my periphery and not in the mainstream. I didn't have to go around every day and convince people that the world was round, you know. But with all this misinformation that's in your face every day, it got a bit taxing, which is why I intentionally disconnected from as much of it as I could. In many ways, I can see now that it had... I had a bit of a toddler's tantrum, (laughs) but I was just dealing with things how I I could at the time. You know, I had to cut information and people out who were constantly trying to prove that what I knew to be right was wrong. Honestly, it was also to help keep my mental health stable in a completely unstable world. So a bit of self-preservation there. But I was lucky because I was in the majority. Don't know about where you're from, but in Ireland, like the vax rate is very high so it's you know we'll say it's more normal to just go get it than to put up a fuss so that brings me around to the people in our community who were ostracized because of their beliefs like how the hell must they be feeling when they also have had to defend their beliefs every day for the last two years how unbelievably damaging to your mental health that must be 
and to know that most of the population disagrees with you. Honestly, take a minute to imagine how unbelievably frustrating that must be to think you are completely surrounded by people who disagree so much with your life decisions. I just wonder how we as a whole society can ever go back to normal. Will we always think of so-and-so down the street as an anti-vaxxer? Will it always be considered a bad thing? Or will we just get over it and move on in a few years? If the virus someday is no longer a threat, will we still hold it against those that didn't play for the team and get the damn jab? Have a think about it. I would like to think that it hasn't permanently damaged my relationships. Or do I? I don't know. I really don't know. Was it a blessing in disguise? I don't know. Like, imagine if you had married somebody and beforehand it would never would have occurred to you to even talk about this topic. And it turns out ye have passionately differing views on this one important topic. You may have just had a lucky escape. Uh, sorry, what's that Jenny? Am I glad to have seen this other side of people that I may have gone my whole life without seeing? If it wasn't for the pandemic, of course, yeah. Look, it's hard to say. Ooh, honestly, yeah, maybe. What about you, Jen? Gee, quick to answer. I know, language, language, language. This is a family-friendly PG show. <laughs> You'll not find me feckin' cursing like that. Take it handy, all right? Jeepers. Okay, well, we know she's passionate about some things. Thank you, Jenny. Always, thank you for your contribution. So, I'm torn, really. <laughs> On the one hand, I honestly have lost a lot of respect for some people. And on the other hand, I want to comfort and console them for what they've been through. It must have just been so isolating. But one thing for sure, and this has made me take a long, hard look at myself, and I have a knot in my stomach thinking about what I'm about to admit to ye, and... That's that I have identified that I have thought I'm better than them. I have felt I'm of superior intelligence and greater levels of cop onness. I honestly have totally, I'm blushing saying this, I have totally looked down my nose at them. I have felt that I cared more about vulnerable people than them. Like I'm more of a humanitarian. So I definitely need to work more on that. That's my barefaced, non-spiritually enlightened opinion that I know doesn't do anyone any favours, but I'm just being honest with where I have been at over the last two years on a 3D human level. So what's going on there? If you listened to last week's episode, you'll have guessed it. It's my feckin' ego. My ego has decided I identify as someone who believes in science and I equate that with intelligence and these other beliefs are a threat to my identity, albeit not a very large or credible threat. But we learned last week that the ego is far from rational. (laughs) So in my mind, my asshole egoic voice in my mind, I must tear their credibility to shreds to maintain my identity. And why? In order to feel safe. It always comes back to that safety, a feeling of security in our world. I ask you now, 
to be honest with yourself. How do you think you'll feel afterwards towards those you disagreed with during the pandemic? And how will it affect your relationships going forward? And why? Now, you may know that last year I channeled a book called Be Love, which is available on Amazon from the Arcturians. They always have a loving, caring perspective that's rooted in equality. So now I'll share what they have said about division energy, misinformation, conspiracy theories and the energy behind them. It certainly helped me to be a bit kinder and understanding towards people that I absolutely cannot relate to. (laughs) It helped me a lot, so I hope it helps you too. Here's some of what they had to say. When it comes to division in your world, it is usually coming from a place of fear and a general feeling of not being listened to. A lot of you may remember or feel at present how painful it can be to have your opinion dismissed or ignored. This is at the root of a lot of extremist opinions at the moment. Let these opinions come out into the open and trust that humans are capable of making their own opinion from it. Let them all speak their voice. Keeping these divisive opinions in the dark does not help your collective grow. It creates more separation and anger amongst those being shut out. We understand that the stakes are high. It may seem that if some extremist opinions spread globally, it would have massive destructive destructive consequences for the world. This is not the case. When these opinions are let loose, they can be seen for what they are. The people with the opinions will have their day to express themselves and release their anger and frustration. The appropriate authorities and specialists will be able to assess their opinions and show arguments for and against them. Just because a destructive opinion is released into the world does not mean every person will resonate with it. As we have told you before, you are all very loving, caring beings who mostly want the best for the world. You are capable of making up your own mind. The contentious issue of vaccines comes to mind. There are many who are afraid of being used as test subjects. They would like it to be around for a long time before taking it. This is understandable. However, this is not in line with the current reality on your planet. Through man-made conditions, you have an issue with viruses from the animal kingdom travelling amongst humans. This is deeply unfortunate, but it does need to be dealt with. It cannot be ignored. It needs to be given the fullest attention so that it does not occur again. But you also need to deal with the fact that it is here now. People do not want to let in the opinions of medical experts are the feared and ignored people we spoke of earlier. They do not want to give away control. This is understandable as there are many areas of the planet where the medical community has been compromised by greed. But this does not speak to the medical and scientific community at large. There are people who have spent their entire lives trying to prevent a pandemic such as this. Just because someone profits from a medicine does not mean they are doing it for unethical reasons. The point of attention needs to be brought back to the community and doing things for the greater good of all. You need to work together to remove this virus and others from your earth. Here is the big collective lesson. You need to work collectively. It is a team effort. It is something that requires every nation in the world to work together. What a beautiful lesson that is for the future. It will pave the way forward as an example for future generations. Also, going back to what we said earlier, you need to allow the people who you disagree with to air their concerns. Meet them with an open heart, hear them. Allow them to feel important and seen and then lovingly share your own opinion. You will not always come to an agreement. 
you will not bring everyone around to your way of thinking. That is fine. That is their journey in this incarnation. They will learn magnificent lessons and experience such soul growth. Unity and the power of community are the great lessons to be learned from this pandemic. It's about everything, air quotes, bad on your planet coming to the surface so it can be seen and fixed. It is about the good of all. She just to say, like, I channeled this last May and you can see how some of it is, like, it's all still re- so relevant and some of it has come true and some of it really just, unfortunately, the potential for everyone working together. I just don't know if that really has happened. Anyway, they go on then to say a little more uh, specifically towards the conspirituality and culty type tendencies. Keep an open mind. Do not only consume information that you know will definitely confirm what you already believe. There is so much more out there to be explored. Sometimes it is even helpful to learn others' beliefs so you can understand them more and relate to them better. This does not mean you are being unfaithful to your own beliefs or even taking on their beliefs. It just means you are expanding your mind to the ever-changing universe and minds of the world around you. Keep a cautious eye out for large groups of people all thinking exactly the same. This should set off alarm bells. It does not sound like many of them are freely thinking if they are all accepting the exact same truth and belief system. The true belief system of the universe is that everyone is individual and everything is open to interpretation. We welcome this as it encourages free thinking and for people to make their own judgments. Do not mindlessly follow anyone. If you feel it's beginning to happen, Try to check in with your discernment and also perhaps the motivations of the person you are following. A true righteous leader will not expect people to stop thinking in order to listen to them. A true leader encourages individual opinions and thoughts. We hope this helps you with your spiritual practice and in many other areas of life. The underlying message here is to always think for yourself. Make your own decisions and steer clear of those who try to convince you to think in one particular way only. Don't just listen to an opinion because it's something you already think and you want someone to agree with you or confirm it. Be aware of your own intentions and biases, but mostly don't beat yourself up for being misled. You are human. Mistakes are how you learn and grow and develop your soul. We love you and we are here for you every step of the way. They also went on to speak about the energy that we are collectively putting out there and germinating. Love, joy, prosperity, security and abundance. These are the things that most of you seek in life. These are the things that get you out of bed and motivated every day. When these things are taken away, division comes into your land and the collective mentality. When these things are threatened, people can become motivated in the worst, but also the most inspiring ways. It is your choice to decide which way your motivations are led. You decide how you use that fire in your belly. Do you use it to uplift and defend those around you? Do you use it to cultivate more fear and control, hence taking away the love, joy, security, prosperity and abundance of the people you're communicating with? The spreading of fearful messages does nothing but create more fear. Think about what you want to achieve. Is the vibration of peace the same as the vibration of fear? No, they are two very different vibrations. 
This is the Law of Attraction Basics, which I'm sure many of you are familiar with. Like attracts like. What we speak of here is the general disillusionment, frustration and anger that is spreading quickly across the planet, especially over the past few years. The formula is simple. Change the frequency of your thoughts. It is contagious. Spreading a high vibration of peace will help change the world around you, like a ripple effect from one person to another. And you all will see the actual power of your intention. We are here to inspire these peaceful actions and to give you guidance towards the most conscious steps to take. And that's taken from chapter 37 of Be Love, entitled Division Energy. Excuse me, Jenny, I can promote my book as much as I want, okay? You write a book and then you can have an opinion. <laughs> what? You've written 32 erotic novels. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I can totally see that for you. Okay, I take it back. I take it back. I hope that you all can take some time to ponder after listening to this episode for that perspective from the Arcturians to just soak in a little bit because I think it'll just help us all, me included massively, I'm top of the list, it'll just help us all be a little bit flippin' sounder, to be honest. As I said, it has definitely helped me to be kinder. So if you can, take a few moments and bathe in the afterglow of their advice. On that note, in the words of the feisty, yet delightful, Von Trapp children, I bid you adieu to you and you and you. Oh my God, Jesus, Jenny, please delete that. <laughs> what have I become? I'm such a loser. Oh my God. Please <laughs> send all your questions or comments or advice on how to be less of a loser on the back of a postcard to Spiritual Seeds Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can find me over on the old Instagram at leisha.o.connor. Until next week, guys. Salonies. What? 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 What?